No, well, great. We'll jump in. Um, I'm Scott Cuthbert, co-founder of, of Safepedia. Super excited to be be kicking off um, the Cal OSHA Quick Takes with Con Massiel Carey. And so we'll be meeting the uh, the Cal OSHA team throughout the year. But but today we've got Rachel Khan and Megan Shaked and uh, Andrea Chavez with, with us. And we're going to talk about the Cal OSHA uh, indoor heat uh, regulations that are that are uh, from our from our quick take on 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 Monday the heat illness is going to be one of the top priorities for OSHA and sounds like it'll be the same for uh, for Cal OSHA as well this year so yeah sorry Rachel did you want to kick it off sure thanks so much Scott um, and as Scott mentioned we have a webinar coming up January 30th at uh, 9.30 Pacific, where we are going to jump in specifically to where we are on Cal OSHA indoor heat, uh, the new regulation that's coming, that they're moving through very quickly. Um, we expect that they're going to be voting on it in March of 2024 and should most likely be in effect this summer. So it's being finalized through the rulemaking process right now. Um, and Megan's going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. But the reason we're doing this webinar uh, at this point is that it's it's so close to being finalized, and it, we think it's really important for employers to be reviewing the regulation right now, starting to think about how to put in your written plan, um, putting in together the engineering controls it's going to require. There's training components of it. And so now is really the time to make sure that you understand it, um, you're getting in front of it because this summer is gonna come very quickly and it's it's gonna be a lift for compliance. So during our webinar, we're gonna hit, you know, all of all of what it covers, um, you know, the things employers can do to prepare now so you can ensure that you're in compliance um, come, come this summer. And by way of just a quick background, um, Cal OSHA has had a outdoor uh, heat illness standard in effect for many years. So some of you may be familiar with that. Some of you may be subject to that. Um, Cal OSHA has been enforcing indoor heat through the IIPP standard um, for several years. But there's been, um, you know, there's been a lot of confusion as to what's indoor, what's outdoor, what triggers. And so this is really going to, um, you know, really split and, and make some definitive lines um, in that case. But there are different triggers for the different uh, regulations and standards, and they cover different things. So just because you have an outdoor program in place does not mean you're going to be compliant with indoor. So we want to make sure that employers are aware of that. And I'm going to turn it over to Megan to give us a little bit more high-level detail about what you can expect from the standard and what we're going to be covering in the webinar. Thanks, Rachel. So we, yeah, well, during the webinar, we want to provide a little bit of context so folks understand kind of how we got here. Um, and then we really are going to dive into the details of what the indoor heat, um, right now it's proposed the proposed indoor heat regulation requires um, so that if that's the version that does in fact get voted in, 
and become effective, um, that employers have an idea of what's going to be required. And, you know, if there are any further tweaks, we would expect them to be um, you know, relatively uh, minor compared to what the whole program requires. So for those employers who are subject to the outdoor heat regulation, they might see some similarities this um, but it's really important that people realize the differences between the two. Um, and then of course, for employers who are not subject to outdoor, um, they will have uh, the indoor uh, requirement to uh, deal with. So um, the program requirements include things like a written plan, training requirements, uh, emergency response procedures, uh, acclimatization, uh, kind of words and phrases and requirements that we're used to seeing in the outdoor heat program and, you know, in programs such as the IIPP requirement, injury and illness prevention program. Um, but then there are some aspects that are going to be unique in the context of an indoor heat illness as a hazard. Um, and so provision of water and cool down breaks is something that exists in the outdoor uh, regulation, but it might look a little bit differently when applying it for an indoor heat uh, context. And then another aspect of the indoor heat, the draft regulation that is a little bit more unique comes under this engineering control section. Um, and it involves some rather cumbersome, interesting measuring requirements and then various levels of controls, engineering controls, administrative controls. Um, and protective equipment. And how that applies is really kind of going to be an exercise that employers have to go through um, and think through how they're going to comply with those various sections. And there have been some uh, aspects to those requirements that have shifted a little bit through the rulemaking process. And there has been some allowance for employers to uh, apply those in a way that makes sense for their con for their workplace. But um, just as an example, you know, there's uh, these measurement requirements. Um, and so what does that actually look like and how are employers going to do that? And if the measurements are triggered, um, if certain measurement thresholds are reached and that triggers the control measures that are required, what are the specific things that are going to be in place that employers will then you know, implement if those triggers are met. Um, so lots of kind of nitty gritty details that employers will have to get into and how they're going to comply with, with the requirement. Also just um, kind of highlighting some of the additional changes that have uh, come through the rulemaking in case uh, folks were paying attention at one point in the rulemaking, but maybe not others, um, we'll, we'll go through a little bit of the changes that have happened just so that folks understand what made it into the current version of the rule versus what has changed. There was a period of time where there was some um, consideration of maybe if you, if you were subject to indoor, you could just excuse me, if you were subject to indoor and outdoor, maybe you could just comply with indoor. That has been walked back a little bit, um, though there are some similarities between uh, training requirements, and so there could be overlap in the training program. Um, 
there's also been some changes in an exception for uh, incidental exposure. If somebody has a short period of time where they're exposed to high heat, but only within a, a small margin, um, that they that there are some exceptions. So we'll really get into the weeds on all of this so people can understand uh, what, what the requirements are and how to comply. Yeah, that that's great. I already wanted to jump into some questions, but I don't want to steal the thunder for your uh, January thirtieth webinar about how how you're going to measure it and then exposure limits, like they have, uh, you know, with other other hazards. So, um, great great to know you're going to dive into all those details on the on the thirtieth. I was I was joking before we started recording. It's hard for me to get into the headspace of uh, talking about uh, indoor heat illness or or indoor heat uh, regulations when uh, we're having an extremely cold, uh, cold snap right now, and I've got my heater under my desk going to keep me warm. So it's 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 uh, tough to imagine, but obviously uh, regulations are coming, and 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 uh, employers in California need to be need to be ready. When 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 we did our last Cal OSHA talk, we talked a little bit about how um, Cal OSHA is a bit of a leader in in many respects. Is this uh, and I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but is this something that that uh, people outside of California should also be paying attention to right now? Well, FedOSHA has its own rulemaking happening with regards to heat illness that's gonna cover indoor and outdoor. Um, other Western states, um, Washington and Oregon have been active uh, with similar regulations and we expect, you know, most likely other state plans are going to be following either you know, the federal rule when it comes out or, um, you know, have their own own plan. So, you know, this is this is a topic that is um, going to affect everyone, uh, how it may be tweaked and different depending on where you are. But it's certainly something that employers should be paying attention to. Um, and, you know, whatever jurisdiction that they're in, um, you know, seeing what what specifically is coming down the road if there's not something already in place right the, the other thing that we we touched on was just the typically in a presidential election year osha is a little bit quiet um we 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 spoke earlier this week with the with the the con masiel carrier osha team and they said the biden administration is very active and and very motivated to 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 push through all the regulations that they've been um planning, they feel a little bit robbed with COVID and losing a few years. Um, is is Cal OSHA affected at, in the same way with, uh, with a, a presidential election year? Cal OSHA, you know, we are always active out here, regardless of what's going on, you know, election-wise in the country. And if anything, Cal OSHA kind of doubles down when things change, um, you know, at the the federal level administratively. So we expect for them to continue to be active and rulemaking. There's a lot of different rules that are, are going through the standards board. So um, we have lots of more, lots more webinars coming out about that. So certainly stay tuned here in California. Um, we expect a lot more to be happening this year. Great. Yeah, I was going to say the same that just the uh motivation to stay tuned to the uh, quick takes and then ensure that uh, folks are signing up for the full webinar as well. As, as we mentioned, you'll be diving into all the details January 30th, and I think you said 9.30 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Yep. 
and we'll we'll include that link uh, underneath the uh, the video here. So, was there anything else we missed today? This one point I'd like to make: um, we've yeah. been getting a lot of questions from employers about the specifics of what's actually included in the indoor heat uh, illness proposed rule, and in our webinar, we're really going to walk through the specifics um, in detail. And so we just really encourage those potentially impacted to attend since uh, we found that just a, a simple read through of the language often leads employers to have more questions than answers. Um, and understanding the specifics of the proposed rule will help employers start planning for how this rule is going to impact their businesses moving forward. Yeah, and yeah. also just a reminder for employers that even before the indoor heat regulation takes effect, that the hazard of uh, heat illness prevention in the workplace, indoor heat is uh, something that Cal OSHA can currently um, inspect for, can currently respond to complaints about indoor heat illness, and it's covered by Cal OSHA Special Emphasis Program. So it's it's not going to be seen as a as a new hazard um, for those you know, workplaces that already have it as an existing hazard, but it will be a, an additional enforcement mechanism for the agency once the indoor heat regulation is officially in effect. Yeah, that, that's a great point. And like we already talked about, Lots more details January 30th. Um, as Andrea mentioned, don't don't try to interpret, you know, yeah, you got you got some extremely qualified lawyers at your disposal. So attend the webinar, get the walkthrough, and uh, definitely encourage people to follow up with Con Massiel Carey if they need any more uh, information beyond the, the webinar on the 30th. So well, thank you so much. Rachel, Andrea, and Megan for joining today. Look forward to doing many more Cal OSHA quick takes this year. And uh, I guess with that, we'll uh, let everybody go. And like I say, we'll provide all the links and details uh, below so people can uh, register for the, the January 30th webinar. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank